everyone, and welcome to the Hoops Crew. It's the best sports podcast you've never heard of. I'm Frank Severich, and you've probably never heard of me, but that's okay, because you're going to remember me after this episode and this podcast. Uh, let's see, a couple, few items of housekeeping. Hi, Ashley. Uh, one of our uh, amazing listeners just walked into the room. Bye, Ashley. Um uh, uh, a few items of housekeeping real quick. I uh, want to give a shout out to the country of Poland. We have a dedicated listener base in Poland, and uh, uh, we're sending good energy and good vibes uh, to all the people of Poland right now, but especially uh, anybody out there who's listening to this who's from Poland. You know, Shout out to you. And a shout out as well to uh, sort of the sixth co-host of the show, uh, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Oscar uh, award-winning actress. Uh, martial artist and uh, of course avid podcaster uh, here on the Hooves Crew. She's not able to make it this week, uh, but I'm told she might be joining us uh, next week for Airbud. Um, and 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 without any further ado, let's bring in our amazing co-hosts. We've got a all-star lineup to talk about one of the greatest sports movies of all time. Let's bring in one of the greatest co-hosts of all time, Chloe Michaela. Hello, Chloe. How are you? Left side. Strong, Strong side. side. That's how I'm doing. That is how I'm doing. I am pumperonied to talk about uh, Remember the Titans. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm pumperonied that you're here as well. When do you think was the first time you saw Remember the Titans? Do you think you saw it in theaters? Ooh, I did not see it in theaters. Um, but I want to say that I probably watched it in school for this some feels reason. like, like a, I, I, I never like watched, I watched it in school, this in school, but I feel like this would be a great school movie because it yeah. feels good. It teaches you stuff. It's, yeah. you know, heart, heartwarming. There's dramatic mm. beats, mm. you know, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I'm getting ahead of yeah. myself here. Um, let's bring in sort of the, the, um, the right side of the podcast, uh, Greg Toomey. Hello, Greg. How are you? I'm not the. That's a weird description these days. I feel. Like I don't know. She was saying right side le- left anything. side, strong side. So well, I, I was like, "Well, it takes we'll two to a, be on the left side." You know, the, that's true. To finish that, that's true. So, yes. Okay, you're, yeah. you're the strong so side I, of the podcast. Also the, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you moved this weekend. Yeah. How was the yeah, move? Still in DC. It was great, man. I had the I had a bit of a <laughs> all star. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I don't know. It just seems like there could be something kind of uh, going the wrong way there. But uh, yeah, uh, group we had Matt. Matt, who was one of the co-hosts of the pod, was there to help. We oh, had, I know uh, him. We had Lex Davis. We had Tommy Robinson. We had Billy Robinson. Um, just a just a crew. It's best defense I've seen in twenty years, honestly. <laughs> As, as someone in this movie would say, best best defense we've seen in twenty years. Um, and of course, Ashley Arnold, who 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 organized the whole thing. Um, so, yeah. what um what was your first time seeing Remember the Titans, Greg? In theaters. Oh, in you did. School. Yeah, with some friends. Henry Ramirez, I think, was one of the friends there. That's the first name that comes to mind. He's definitely uh, knows this movie well as well from high school. Good buddy of mine. I don't remember anybody else. <laughs> It was a good crew. Yeah. And That's, then we just watched it over and over in a million times. I used to watch it before 
like every football game I played in football in high school, I would just put it on. Oh, that's awesome. For a game, just kind of like gets focused, gets centered. Remember what we're doing it for, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, well, uh, I, I'm excited to dig into that more with you. You were kind of the sunshine of your, um, high school team, right? Yeah. Maybe more of a bird tier. I feel like I was defense. <laughs> I played defensive end. He's he was like outside linebacker, I think. But yeah. Well, um, well, let's bring in uh, uh, our our final co-host uh, coming to us all the way from Southeast DC, bordering on Alexandria, where this movie takes place. Uh, it's Matt Sparacino. Hello, Matt. Indeed, Frank, uh, you are correct. Bordering on Alexandria, which at one point was part of D.C. It was. This movie, among other things, is one big old hometown shout out. It Um, is. It is pretty loose with the history and and the facts. And we, I think we'll get to that at some point. Yes, we should. Um, Because I had a real depressing day today where I read about historical inaccuracies and I was like, oh, man, (laughs) some of them really bummed me out. Yeah, this is. It's bad. You know, some movies are more faithful than others. And this is definitely a movie that uh, favors drama over reality. But Mm -hmm. um, still, it's a movie that I love. It's a movie I think we all love that, uh, you know, certainly I saw it as a kid teenager whenever it was that it came out but you know i don't don't remember if i saw it in theaters but we had that dvd as soon as it came out and we wore that thing out (laughs) because i loved this movie going through sometimes going through movies from that era i'll come across a scene like this might happen in a movie like the matrix and i will recall like man i this is a scene that i would watch like five times over and over i would just rewind and watch it again because either because the music or the acting or whatever and watching remember the titans which i just watched uh, i guess two nights ago at this point at multiple moments like that yeah so and it and it holds up it's still good like it's not a perfect movie it's a little manipulative it's a little uh like I think generally the movie has positive messages about race, but some of the stuff is like a little cringy and a little, um, I don't know, dumbed down maybe. Sure. But it just, at the end of the day, it's a really great movie with great acting. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I love it. It's, we'll get into it, but it's my favorite movie we watched so far. Wow. 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 And, wow. And I wow. Would say, I would say agree. It's one of my favorite sports movies ever. I'll say that. And is there any better football movie? What's a better football movie? No. I mean, we watched the we rewatched the Waterboy the other night. Um, so no. maybe the Waterboy. Um, I don't know if I would go uh, that far. What? Well, especially the for the historical boy? accuracy of that the movie. What? Yeah. You're, movie is more you're better faithful. off saying Gridiron Gang than you are saying <laughs> Remember the Titans. You, you want to say Waterboy over Gridiron no, Gang? Please. I, I don't like yeah. Waterboy. Unfortunately, I had to let Matt know the other day. And the longest yeah. yard, like, come longest on. I had never seen yeah, longest Waterboy. Yard. Might not even be the best Adam Sandler football movie. That's a good no. point. That's longest a good point. yard definitely is. I I have I have something I need to reveal to you all. 
Mm. Okay. This was my first time watching Remember the Titans. What the fuck? Yeah. I did not know that. You have unbelievable. No held that back that is, this whole wow. time. I have. Yes. No I have. just cultured yes. you. We cultured you. You cultured Frank. me. You cultured me. Man. And maybe some Holy of our listeners is gonna tweet that. You're welcome. Well, well yeah. This movie, what? by the way, we're gonna get into all this here in a second, but this movie was also a huge fucking hit. This movie yes. was made for mm-hmm. $30 million and it grossed 130. So it made like 10 times its budget. Um, or no, no you know what I mean? 300. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? You just, you add $100 million onto it. It did great. It did great. And that was just in the theater. It did great on home video. It's on TV all the time. This movie is like a cultural yeah. institution. And somehow, for all the things I love football, uh, I I love uh, obviously learning uh, a, a little bit of local history, maybe not totally historically accurate local history, um, but you know local history. Uh, obviously, the 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 story of uh, like uh, racial justice in here is incredibly moving, and somehow I had just I had never seen this movie, uh, and crazy. I loved it. Wow. I loved it. I thought it was great. Good. It was a great it movie. Makes- it makes so much sense that this movie grows that much money because America loves football mm-hmm. and quote unquote solving racism. Right. Yes. This movie does so, fix racism. This this, this this movie, basically, if it were to be rebranded, it would just be an NFL end zone that says end racism. That's just <laughs> what this movie is. Stop and that's why is. everyone was like, I love Remember the Titans. And it's just like, yeah, and you voted for Trump. What's happening? I know. I know. So, yeah. Because, because like, racism ended uh, there in 1971. It, it, it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was great. It's awesome. Matt, why don't you give us sort of the, uh, the high level overview here of this movie, a little, little bit of table setting, uh, maybe call a play. <laughs> I don't know. As a football call a play. Yeah. I don't know how to do that is I, that's not what I signed up for. No, but I can give you a quick overview of remember the Titans. Uh, so we've alluded to some of this already, but 2000, Take yourself back. Y2K's just passed. Thank mm-hmm. God the computers have not taken over. We were a couple decades off on that one. But remember, the Titans comes out in September of 2000. Uh, it's a football film directed by somebody named Bose Yakin. Yeah. Written by Gregory Allen Howard, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer and the Walt Disney Corporation, mm-hmm. you may have heard of. Uh, this film is about a coach named Herman Boone, uh, played by Denzel Washington Mm. and Mm. basically, uh, Mm. covers a season, Mm. I believe in 1971, Mm -hmm. uh, of his foray into coaching the TC Williams high school football team in Alexandria, Virginia. The team has just integrated, um, and some of the details around that are among the historical inaccuracies, but it's the first year that the um, it's going to be an integrated student body. So originally, Denzel's character is hired to assist a character named Bill Yost, played by Will Patton, but then the school board uh, decides to basically flip their positions and make Denzel the head coach and sort of demote uh, Yost to be his assistant. 
And then it just kind of follows their season with these high school kids. Um, they sort of are derailed by racial animus and tension in the first part of the movie. Eventually the team comes together and they make a, a hell of a run down the stretch of the season. Uh, few other actors in this movie, uh, more than a few actually, because this is a deep, deep it's a good cast. cast. It's, a, it's, it's, it's a deep roster. Yeah. Deep roster. I mean, Denzel Washington as your star, Herman Boone, who's like, name a better star of a sports movie. Mm. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's like so, one of the sexiest Denzel roles. Oh my God. It is maybe it's because I love, maybe it's because I love football, but I'm just like, no, oh, he's man, just so, this is, yeah. This is 2000. He's, I guess it's mm. a year before training day. He's like, he's not young Denzel, but he's a little seasoned. And, and he is just right in that. He's in daddy. That Ooh, he's daddy. He, he's that. He's, he, he's he's daddy. Does he has that's them he call him he's daddy. daddy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Who is your daddy? Who is your daddy? Expert here. Call him Denzel. You are my daddy. Yeah. So you got Denzel <laughs> as your anchor, and then around him, so you have Will Patton as Bill Yost, who I think most people, if they recognize him, it's probably from Armageddon. He kind of plays Bruce uh, mm. Willis's first mate in that movie and he's sort of denzel's first mate in this movie then your two main players on the team wood harris as julius campbell and ryan Hurst as gary bertier and then even around then you've got donald Faison for the scrubs mm-hmm. heads mm-hmm. you've got and clueless um, yeah, and Clueless, and, and you got Kate Bosworth, Kate like, Bosworth a young Kate Bosworth a, a young head Hayden Panettiere Hayden Panettiere, Panettiere oh playing a like a nine-year-old, and she is fucking Killing awesome. In this She's movie. very cute. And young Gosling. Young Gosling. Young mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling. String bean mm-hmm. Gosling. String bean, bean motherfucking Gosling. Gosling. Yeah. I saw Barbie the day before I watched this movie, and man, <laughs> that it was uh it was striking. He's so young in this movie. He's so young. Um yeah. his first film role. That was his, his first, first ever, film really? role. I believe so. I believe I read he, that today. TV most. It was his first. Yeah, he did Mickey Mouse Club, and then this was his first. Uh, right. Yeah, film. Wow. I, I remember watching this it movie with my with yeah. my high school oh, girlfriend. Yeah, the TV Hercules, not the Disney Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> I was like, he yeah. no Disney Hercules. No, no he was. Wow. Yeah. I, I remember watching this movie with my high school girlfriend, and her being like, "That guy's so hot!" Like. And he doesn't have <laughs> barely any lines in this movie, but she was like, he jumps off the screen. So, um, and, and she Ryan was Gossie right. Jumped off the screen. To her? She was right. And then and, we broke up because I felt insecure about and that woman, uh, her attraction to Ryan Gosling. And that woman grew up to be, um, whoever Ryan Gosling is married to. Right. Eva Mendes. Eva, Eva Mendes. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, Ryan Gosling's married to Eva Mendes. Well, they're not married. They're, they, I was trying to remember this. They're, they're like, partnered. they're partners. They're partners. And they've been oh, partners nice. since a while, like 2011 or something like that. Oh, that's Let me pull this up. Yeah. That's hot. Yeah. And on um, uh, just a, a couple Space of. Space Beyond the Pines. the Pines. Yeah. A couple of quick stats just to close this out. As Frank uh, mentioned, $30 million budget. It grossed 137 million worldwide, 136.8 to be exact. It's 113 minutes and has the best IMDb rating of any movie we've done. I think actually tied with the Sandlot as the best. It's a 7.8 out of 10. Wow. Wow. 
Um, no, no Oscar nominations that I'm seeing. Disrespectful. Let disrespectful. me double check. Does strike me as disrespectful. Who? Who? who here's it. You want to know that Nicholas Cage has won an Oscar. You wow. cannot tell me that whatever Nicholas Cage has done is better than Denzel Washington or Remember the Titans. Well, I don't think he won his Oscar that year, if that makes you feel it. It doesn't better. matter. He's won <laughs> an Oscar. And I think we really need to reevaluate so, some things. Let me pull up the 2001 <laughs> best Oscar. I mean, you're right. I mean, if it makes you feel better, Denzel has won Oscars. Yeah, but he he's been he overlooked won. for so many. He did win. Sure. He won an Oscar the very next year because he won for Training Day. And I, I have it. I have it actually. So this year, uh, Russell Crowe won for Gladiator. Other people nominated were Javier Bardem, Tom Hanks in Castaway, Ed Harris, okay. and Jeffrey Rush. Ed Harris and Pollock. That's a good year, I guess. Yeah, I've I'll never heard you, of I'll Quills. I'll give you yeah. Tom Hanks. Um, yeah. Good, good actors. I haven't seen most of those performances, but yeah. Denzel was was really the acting. in This movie is fantastic. He's great. He's very good. He's very, 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 very good. good. <laughs> There's not a scene where it's like, oh, he kind of he's he's you know drinking coffee on the sidelines or whatever. Like every every scene, he's you know. There's not a scene where it's like, oh, he's just catching his breath to wind up for the next scene. It's just yeah. like every scene, he's just fully locked in as the most intense person you've ever met in your entire life mm-hmm. you know every scene i will say the movie does really lean it like what i love about it is is how it shows like what the gender roles obviously were back mm. then and then like how cool like i mean like how like uh, <laughs> i can't believe i'm saying this phrase um racism aside um <laughs> but um Hayden painted the Yost like yeah. as a dad to mm-hmm. just like be like yeah my daughter loves football like she don't have a she doesn't have a mom like it's like this is what it is like I bring her to every game and I listen like I listen to her like she's really smart like inquired like mm-hmm. that and like the 70s is like it's like it's it's huge. Like it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I literally am like, okay, what do you get? Like dad award of the year or some shit. <laughs> well, I mean, is, she's he's so lovable. He just he yeah. melts your fucking heart. And mm-hmm. I I don't know him from any this and Armageddon. And I love him in both of those movies. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't really have a huge career other than mm-hmm. this. I mean, he's he's still working. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff, but yeah. Um, he's in he's in Yellowstone right now. Um, oh, my brother told me about that. Apparently, it's good. Question people people like it. I love it. Parents he, love he, it. Parents love Yellowstone. Uh, maybe I'll wait till we get to the to the breakdown, scene by scene breakdown, because Yost has one of the most memorable, iconic, and to me laughable comedic lines towards the end of the movie when he's like pumping them up and they basically, he basically says the quote, remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. It, oh, yeah. it kills me every single time because he is speech. so dead ass serious. I know. He's, he's so great. serious. So hard. So hard. So, so hard. And I'm like, Oh shit. I remember. I remember when we played the Titans, like I wasn't even there, but like, I felt it. Yeah. I felt it. It's so great. Um, forever. Well, let's um, let's just get right into it. So, 
movie starts and it's a bunch of people uh getting out of cars at a funeral uh (laughs) and i guess i guess start in a graveyard yeah it starts in a graveyard and ends in a graveyard um but it's and i i uh it's uh it's a white family and a black family and then there's like a voiceover that comes on and you're not really sure who it is later we learn it's hayden panettiere uh but in in the future obviously um and yeah and then we're we flash back which is kind of weird that they use this as a framing device because we're there for like two seconds in the future at this funeral and then immediately we flash back like it's not there's not like other business that happens it's like you're we're just immediately back in 1971 and Um, and her voiceover we get it at the end but do we get her at all between the the two cemetery scenes no is it yeah it is no she's she's there she's there at the very end she's like laying flowers on Bertier's spoiler alert Bertier's grave yeah but it's a it's a different actor though too right like then yeah obviously because it's it's like older yeah it's older her yeah older uh what is her Mm. name what is it uh Uh, Cheryl 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 Cheryl. yeah it's Cheryl yes yeah yeah but then yeah flashes back 10 years to 1971 so Bill Yost is the coach there he's kicking butt he's a great coach all the players love him only catches school's all white um so this is where some of the historical accuracies like get me a little muddied here because mm-hmm. i think the because i think the story in real life is is that this was a newly created school that was mm-hmm. created to integrate the 11th and 12th grades and in this movie, it's presented as it, it's already an established school. And then mm-hmm. they, because they're integrating, they bring on Coach Boone and then hire him. So, and that part, I guess, is true. But anyway, it, that doesn't matter. The historical, we're just going to talk about the movie. We don't need to talk about mm-hmm. the historical inaccuracies. But I was going to ask about the, uh, the practice in the first scene, the all white uh-huh. practice. Uh-huh. There's a lot of memes that go that of Ryan Gosling where it's like people might see Ryan Gosling and think he's the hottest, whatever. Like they'll show a picture from his latest role or GQ shoes him, and it's like, let's not forget he's trash at cornerback. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he he is. But he's he's then, really bad. When rewatching the movie though, it's like that first scene, he's not even at the practice. He shows up in jeans and a button down. <laughs> Meaning like, oh shit, I forgot. Like he didn't even try. It's like he he never he's like, oh miss practice again. That's really like, but, funny. But, you know, so he shows up to tell them, you know, that there's this protest or whatever happening right. down the street. But I'm like, That's I never right. thought about it before. I was like, he's not even why is he not at practice? He's totally coasting off of it's OTAs. What's it called? Yeah. Off oh, you think OTAs? it's like I guess it is before training camp. So it is maybe yeah. those like optional summer workouts. Yeah. But, and his dad is like his his, his dad his, his dad, dad played one connected. of those. Well, yeah, hundred like percent. But but that but that was like a great. Board. But that was a great That's portrayal. Awesome. Like I really felt like a lot of different players, personalities, parents. Like when when you're playing like uh, high school sports, like were captured because like yeah, he's mm-hmm. a delusional fucking parent and thinks that his son is really good, and it's like bro. Like I couldn't, I could never be a parent and be like, yes, you should be starting. I'd be like, we could practice some more. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, Super entitled. Super entitled. 
but it, we should practice more. And this, to your point, Chloe, this movie does better than either of the ensemble movies we watched so far. Whether it's um, you know, the Mighty Ducks last week or the Sandlot, this movie builds out the ensemble better For sure. than anything else. Mm-hmm. While sure. still having while still having two main kids and while having a star who's not one of the players. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. yeah, so it yeah, it, it just does a great job of developing the cast and the ensemble. And part of that is how the movie sort of introduces everyone in the in the first act. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and just showing these kind of worlds colliding for the first time. Well and it helps too that the movie like just as like a almost like a a hack or something like that. Like it's like they the it, but it also serves the plot of the story and 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 apparently is a bit historically accurate is um you know they make a big deal coach Boone makes a big deal about the players getting to know each other. So like they they are there's a plot reason why we have to like get to know these characters better which then is like a benefit for us as an audience because then we get to know these characters better and we get to see them, you know, sing uh, fun songs of the era and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's great. So you get to know these kids. Uh, The kids are getting to know each other too. It's serving the, the function of the story to like be this like inspirational tale of different communities coming together um, for the sake of sports. It's great. It's really, it's really well done. Um, So yeah. So coach Boone, uh, so Coach Yost is is going to be the coach, and Boone is going to be his assistant, like Matt was mm-hmm. saying. But then the school board, uh, basically to placate people in the community, we find that out later, uh, makes Boone, Denzel Washington, the head coach. And then Yost's status is a little uncertain. Coach Boone is like, no, I want you to stay. Like, let's bring this community together. Um and Yost, it, it, at first, it's not clear whether Yost is going to go along with it or not. It kind of feels like yeah, he's he like not going to. Yeah. Taking another job or taking a year off or, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Greg, if you need me to slow down for a scene by scene, line by line thing, you just let me know. Because I know I'm I'm probably glossing over some good stuff here. No, no, no you're good. So um, you're good. You're good. It's okay. really when they it's really when they they take off for training camp I feel like is there anything pre training camp we need to hit Well he has the um he has the the the, the like practice the... I guess Yeah I was thinking of the um the practice in the gymnasium coach Boone yeah, so we're, and it's we're all oh, black players yeah, yeah. Right. and then like yeah, Yost yeah, yeah. shows up Wait before we get White to there players. This is something I didn't like about Coach Boone and some okay. things that I'm glad are going away. It's a great scene. It's a great scene with Donald Faison saying like, because football's fun. And he's like, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's fun. We're going to talk about how fun this year is going to be. And he's he's great. It's such a great like mind fuck. It's such a great, it's funny. It's it's mm-hmm. It's perfect for what the movie is. But there's also like a side of me that's like, they're fucking high school students, dude. Like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, there's another one. Have some fun, dude. There's I another had, like, one. No later problem on. with it. Like that. I know, and I knew, I knew this was gonna the, be the case. Chloe's always about the like hard ass coach. I, 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 I think it's because like, I, I. Here's what I'll say. I thought because you're a competitor. A little, I am a competitor. Yes. I actually thought a moment where I was like, now, now you just be in Bill Belichick and not playing. 
your your top corner in the fucking Super Bowl because of fucking pride. Like this is the shit mm. that I felt. Like when he 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 said he like he pulled PD out of the game, and then that's when Yost was like, "You can come and play defense for me." Like I actually I really didn't feel like yeah like that was cutting the legs that moment. Yes, yeah, I did not I feel agree. like that was fair. But this in this moment, I I don't I don't care because the thing is is like he he clocked PD's yes. uh he he clocked Petey's cockiness yes. and his like showman like all all that shit and was just like like because of all the other shit he has to deal with and bringing this yeah. team together the last thing he fucking needs is for someone to like undermine him you're totally so, like, right he was i did tone. not have a problem yeah he was setting the tone i did not have a problem with that i liked and it he was <laughs> reacting to Petey. had Petey been confident instead football's fun he's like, oh, okay it's fun cool you know but he was trying. He was trying to check him, and he was reading them, you know, at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's where it came. It, it, I agree with. Clyde. I think it was he needed to come in there first day of practice. He didn't know who's yeah. gonna be in the room, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't see any of the other kids there. He doesn't see Yos. He's just like, you know what? F this. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. This is not a game. Like, because if moment, he doesn't, because you know? if he doesn't command this, it's like it's essentially do or die for him. Yes. Like if yeah. he keeps his job or not. Like he has to command. Uh, the fucking team and the way that he does. Yes, it's zaddy. It's great. The one that the one that bothered me a lot more (laughs) was the water. A little later was the water. The water is so tough. It's so like denying. Yeah, kids kids have died like that. Yeah, I'm just not about it. It's awful. It's it's a terrible thing. (laughs) I do get what you you guys are saying about the the first meeting where where Boone meets all of the players in that gym. Because he does something that is a recurring thing throughout the movie. You all mentioned Yost, um, you know, being able to see that, like, oh, PD might be able to play defense. He's definitely better than Ryan Gosling. Yost, it seems like, has the better, I think he makes better decisions and has the mind for strategy throughout the movie. Okay. Yeah. He, like mm-hmm. the defense is consistently what wins games. Their offense does not score a lot of points, at least in the big games in the movie. Um, but what Boone does do, and there's a lot of head coach assistants that break down like this, he's the person who can connect to the people on the team and manage the personalities yes. and bring bring people together. And that's even more important on this team than any other team. And he, and this is jumping way to the end, but Yo says to him at the end, like, I know football, but what you did with this team I couldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. and that's why mm-hmm. they make a really good partnership eventually. Yes. But at the beginning, mm-hmm. it's much more tension because like you said, in the middle of this sort of moment where Denzel is setting the tone and sort of establishing himself as a leader of the team, Yost just kind of suddenly enters the gym with all of the white players. And I think that's the like worst weird. thing that Yost does in the movie. I think I think overall Yost is not it's actually a pretty sympathetic character, but in this mm-hmm. one scene, I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like you could have given him a heads up. You could have called yesterday or whatever and say that yeah. you're going to show up and that you wanted to be an assistant. And like, that was a weird power dynamic move. He could have um, maybe said, Hey, I'm going to accept it, but yes. Um, yeah. But, but he but, had to be but, shitty yeah. at some point in order for his star to rise. True. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and also, yeah, as a movie storytelling was, we're not sure where he, he had to be shitty at some point. Is yet, right? Yes. Like, is he going to come around? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be more of a mm-hmm. fight? What's the deal? One thing that is nice, though, before we get to training camp is that both he and Denzel 
they don't know this, but they're on the same page. Like Denzel's like, I don't want this job. Like I like, you know, I don't want this like to be thrust upon me, like all this stuff. And then uh, coach too is like uh, coach Yost too is like having trouble um, sort of there are like good parallels in the way that they're thinking about this next season, Mm -hmm. even though they don't know about it at the time, which is great. I do have to pause for a second here just because it's like, in Hayden Panettiere's uh, voiceover, she's like, high school football in Virginia. It's the biggest <laughs> yeah. thing in the world. And I was like, yep. is it, was it ever that big? Too. And then I, yes. I I started to think about it more. Like where I live now, the Hampton in Roads. The 70s. Yeah, and where I live now, it's, it is pretty big. Like there's like a lot of uh, uh, football and, and like high school football culture down here, but not in Northern Virginia anymore. Like, yeah, I don't think like, so, at least. Well, it's because I, there's more outlets and activities for, yeah. like, people to do. Like, in the 70s, women weren't playing sports. That's a good right? point. So, and there were still fewer sports, like, uh, um, high school sports, right? Like, that were limited point. in what was offered. So, like, football and basketball have always been the staples and are so big because those are the two that like schools actually like put money into and will be like, yeah, kids will play. So like that does not surprise me that it hasn't died down in Northern Virginia because everyone's like, we don't have to kill ourselves willingly yeah, yeah. for entertainment. We can play lacrosse. Lacrosse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can go sailing. Sailing. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So back to, uh, the movie, um, Boone's like, don't undermine me by bringing in all these white players and stuff like that. And, uh, then they're like, they're going to go to training camp. They're going to go up to Gettysburg college and they get on the buses. And then coach is like forces everybody off the bus. He has, um, uh, assigned to bus based on uh, what side of the ball they're on. So offense on one bus, defense on another bus. He mm-hmm. makes players pair off by race, basically, um, mm-hmm. and sort of forces them. This is like the first time that he's like forcing them to get to know each other. Of course, we are skipping over. This is the scene where uh, Denzel <laughs> makes uh, Bertier call him his daddy. His daddy. Um, mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that's a. Bert- Bertier mm. basically starts training camp by delivering an ultimatum to his coach. Mm-hmm. He he walks up and just tells Denzel, like, I want you to guarantee a certain number of spots on right. this roster to these guys who have been on this team for years. And Denzel's basically like, this is training camp. The people who deserve the spots are going to get them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it more so what he does is, is the whole daddy back and forth. Which mm. is great. Uh, Who's your daddy? Bertier did mention the other school in that part. I never really caught that before. But he said, I would need you to reserve half the players, half the start, you know, for blank players, like Carrollton or something. Oh, interesting. So maybe they did kind of. Half of the, half Mm. of the, the, you know, did it up for the blank player. And we don't, we don't need any of your people on. Does say that yeah. We're, yeah. we're yeah. already set there. We're set. That's a great yeah. awful line. An awful great yeah. line. There's a lot of great awful lines in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. When Kate Bosworth just walks up and is just like Julius Frank, whatever his last name is, puts her hand out 
no, I've met you. And she just walks away. I was like, you fucking freak. I was like, you could have done that at any other moment, but you chose the championship right. fucking game. Be like, Julius. Yeah. Don't distract him. <laughs> <laughs> and even the coach at that moment too is like, hey, uh, back up. Like, hey, kid, get off the field. Yeah, this woman bothering like, you? you? Like, be here. Yeah, we're playing I want to know what game. was going through that coach's mind when he just saw that handshake and he was like, uh, okay. Anyway, back to the championship game. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and then, yeah, they go to training camp and it's great. Mm-hmm. And there are, you know, there, there are clashes that we're seeing with like, mm-hmm. uh, um, there's a fight. Who fights in the dorms? Ooh. So it's uh, so it's Julius is in, in Bertier's room. Julius oh, Julius putting up a poster. Julius puts up the Olympics. Oh, that's right. With, the, the, with the black power fists yeah. and the yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what is a great line right there where Bertier says, "I ain't looking at that for," which seemed like a lot of weeks, by the way. Three I'm like, weeks, yeah. four weeks. Damn, I'm gonna, I was like, <laughs> yeah. "What do you? What school goes away for that?" But uh, and then Julius says, "Well, you better use your X-ray vision, Superman." <laughs> look through it because I ain't taking. Which is a you know a setup, a little foreshadowing. Mm. Oh yeah, that's There's true. He doesn't get X-ray yeah. vision, but he yeah. does call him Superman. Later. He becomes Superman. Yeah, pretty much through the rest of the movie. He, yeah, yeah, he would make a good Superman. He could have been. He could have been a great Superman. Yeah. That guy's looking very different. In he at the time at the time. His Superman window may have passed. He okay. is on Sons of Anarchy or was on Sons of, Sons of Anarchy tracks. and is now on The yeah. Walking Dead. And he looks like he was on Sons of Anarchy Dead. and now on The Walking Dead. He looks. The Walking Dead's still well, a thing? I thought it ended. I think it's no? No, it's, it's entering so its last season going. or something like that. Um, okay. Yeah. Also, you want to know something <laughs> that I learned since we're talking about um, uh, Gary Bertier right now? Yeah. Um, I this was the first time that I watched this movie with subtitles, which Me I too. love because I caught I'll so many, yeah. so many words, <laughs> and I for some reason became incensed when I saw that Gary. Name was yes. spelled G E R R Y. I was like, you mean Jerry yes. Bertier? Yes. I was like, who? Gary, but G E R R Y. G E R R Y. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not on board with this. Ooh, I am now looking at, was it Ryan Hurst? Hey, shite. Yes. What? What? Ha- hey, what happened, babe? What? He, you know? Oh, well. He, mm. he, um, He's okay. Good for He's him. okay. Good for him, though. It's really. <laughs> he doesn't look bad. He's he right. he, no, he looks. He no. looks great. It's the. I could see the Sons of Anarchy. But he yeah. looks like he was at yeah. January sixth. Mm. That's that's what yes. we're trying no. to say. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, I don't agree. No, with I'm that. not. I'm not. I'm not saying mm. that he was at January sixth. I'm saying. No, I like, know, but. Like he's got the he's got the Sons of Anarchy. That's it. Walking yes. Dead look. He has, he okay. has, yeah, he has the, he yeah. has the bike, he has the like, what do you see? He's giving obviously the, the biker energy. Where yes. like, if I saw him pull up That's in a true. biker, yeah. I'd be like, mm, I don't know where you stand. Like it could go either way. Yeah, exactly. Like, pull up in a biker outfit, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. It could go either way. But, um, but as we learn over the movie, the movie, in this movie, he could kind of go either way too. But he, this is true. But I think it's probably one of the most, uh, what do you think? Uh, certainly. Oh, yeah. And certainly one of the most 
moving plot. Even before the spoiler alert, he gets paralyzed thing. Um, his arc of the movie, I would say, is sort of other than Denzel, I would say is sort of the emotional uh, yeah. through line of the movie where he's sort of reckoning with his own uh, hatred of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of coming to terms with that and, and, uh, in a, in a kind of complicated way, like in a way that's like much more, um, uh, I don't know, much more interesting, I guess, than you would expect Mm -hmm. from like a Disney football movie. Like Mm -hmm. he's pretty outwardly hateful. And then like, you really get to watch like the wheels start turning to the point where he, by the end of the movie is like cutting other players from the team because they're not black blocking for the black players on the team. Um, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Cause yeah. they're racist. Yeah. 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 Cause they're racist takes, for him. So, so what happens at camp though? Or, yes. Yeah. That's right. Where you're going. Yeah. So what, and there, there is that like big fight at camp where it's, you know, mm. speaking of the water boy, uh, or, uh, Cheryl Yost, Hayden Panettiere sets up this nice table of water for Ooh. the players. They're mm. practicing oh, yeah. they break. And then they just start like pushing and shoving each other, trying to get to the water and yipping at each other. And they ended up spilling all of the water and like fighting That's and scene. rolling around. I was around. always so mad about that. The water. It's it's really upsetting. It's you can't you can't waste water like that. It's Don't hot. It's too hot. It's Y'all too hot. Come out here to play football. Champions will pay the price. Looking like a bunch of bums out here. <laughs> yeah, no, I did like that. Um, they're struggling. They're struggling. Yeah. It's a great around... It's a great training montage that happens around then. And then, of course, mm-hmm. there's the Gettysburg, the run to Dog, the run. Uh, right. Yes, to Gettysburg uh, Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Denzel gives a great speech there about how you know. Uh, it, what I, what would it have been? 120 years ago or 110 years ago? Yeah, go ahead, Greg. My favorite scene is the argument. Gary and, and Julius, you know, they're sweat. They're having three days and Gary bumps Ooh. into him like as if he didn't see him there. He's like, all right, man, you know, let's just get this trouble with because the job, the assignment was you got to get to know your roommate. Otherwise, we're going to have three days, four days. And so yeah. you all. Know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To, so, yeah. He's like trying Which to is, force them to interact and talk to so each other. He's like, what? He's like, let's get this thing over with. Get some particulars so we can not have. These. I do any more of these three days. And Julie says, particulars. Nah, man, no matter what I tell you about you, myself, you're never going to know nothing about me. And then Gary <laughs> says, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing it because I, I feel like I've done this scene. I really wanted to do it as like an audition one time. Like both mm. parts, you know, and just go back and <laughs> forth. And like, I right, honestly, you want honesty? Honestly, I think you're nothing, nothing but a god given waste of talent. You don't listen to nobody, not even mm-hmm. Doc or Boone. Shift or push on the line every time you blow right past them. Pull them, push them, do something. You can't run over everybody in this league. When you do, you leave one of your teammates hanging out the drive, me in particular. And that's when Julius counters. He says, Well, really? You want me to play for you? Yeah. Yeah, well, how come you didn't tell your white boys at Black or Rev? They oh no, because he says you're the captain. You haven't been doing your job. He's like, oh, I'm the ca- yeah, mm-hmm. I am the captain. I've been doing my job. He's like, oh yeah, you've been doing it. How come you haven't been holding up? You know, fucking Ray over here hasn't been doing shit all camp, and you're coming at me, but your boy Ray, you know, fucking whose dad was at January. 6th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, you're not holding him accountable. Sure. So I could get more into it, but you know, 
they that's the scene that really changes everything for yes, them. And then it of course is. it culminates. Yeah. What's the line that it culminates with though? Okay, so leadership then reflects uh, attitude, uh, reflects leadership. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. What? And team? I'm going to look out for myself. What team? Yeah. Everyone what? You out want here, me to wear myself out for the team? What? What team? And he says, "No." Yeah. He's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do me, and I'm gonna get mine." Yeah. And that's Bertier the worst attitude that, I've ever heard. Worst attitude I ever heard. Attitude reflect yeah. leadership, Captain. Mm. And then yeah. what's beautifully directed, you hear the siren, the the horn to wake them up, to, to get him on the run. It's in his face. He's still looking at Julius and goes, nah. and then it switches to the to the him waking him up. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's this movie is that's, that's good. It has, this that whole it, it breakdown was great. Yes. It has yeah. a lot of good speech moments. And this movie is so well directed for a movie from a guy who has not really directed anything else. <laughs> like I mean, he, he, okay, here are his other directing credits Uptown Girls, which was, uh, oh, I did Brittany see that movie with Brittany Murphy and, and Dakota Fanning. Yes, yes. You know? Uh, then he directed something called Death in Love, which is a psychological erotic thriller, um, oh. between a Jewish woman and a doctor overseeing human experimentation at a Nazi, uh, concentration camp. Um, Fun. that's true. That's a true light movie. Yeah. Uh, he directs a Jason Statham movie called Safe. He directs a movie about a German shepherd called Max. And <laughs> I definitely heard of that one. And now he's done he's done a couple other like B movies, but that's it. Like those that is his Damn. directing. So for like a guy who hasn't really done all money. that much. Oh yeah, I'm sure he I'm sure he still gets money. a money. lot of checks from this movie. Um Damn. yeah, it's, it's really well done. Beautifully directed. It really like is beautifully directed. Great performances. The whole thing flows in such a well, uh, 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 such a uh, well way, a good way. Well oiled way. <laughs> uh, they go to Gettysburg Great Cemetery. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Oh, amazing soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's killer. Yes. It's killer. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's killer. And it, it ends up being a big part of what brings them together too, because the first few moments leading up to this big Gettysburg speech are. That, you know, there's moments where the yeah. players stand up and have to like give a fact about their roommate or about someone on the team who they are meeting for the first time. And music is like the first thing that comes up. Like me and Rev both dig on the temptations. And it's I think it's a really cool, a cool thing that the movie does and that that is, I think, you know, something fairly true to life, at least in its depiction of race, is how like being exposed to people of different races or who are superficially different you find that that overlap and just stuff is as kind of um elemental as music or as sports or as food stuff like that it's what really brings these people together is just being around each other and seeing that like oh we're not different we like mm-hmm. the same stuff we want the th- same things we enjoy football and and then it all culminates in the speech and beautiful it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful um and yeah then there's like the movie from here is is pretty straightforward plot wise they mm-hmm. get out of they get out of uh training camp they uh uh boone learns that if he loses even a single game he's going to get fired and this is before the first game 
So mm-hmm. we see Denzel they throw didn't up. Think they would make it out of training camp. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Zen- Denzel throws up before the game. So you know he's nervous, but he's not, um, you know, he's not showing that to his players at all. Um, he coaches them to to a win in his first game. Uh, and he, uh, I think one of the things that, uh, just a quick historical inaccuracy that I actually think would have been cool if they had shown the actual history, apparently TC Williams just like destroyed all season long. The only game that they had that was like, uh, was competitive was against Marshall, which is the team they play at the end. And that game pretty much did play out the way that it is in the movie, but that that game wasn't the state championship. It was like in the middle of yeah. the season. So, um, but I think it would be so cool to watch the scene just like dominate. And to your point too, Matt, I feel like that would make, um, that would make us trust Denzel's offense more too, right? Because they were like shutting out other teams apparently in real life. It was like they 28 were, yeah, to throw they, all the time. Yeah. I think the, the championship game was something like that. Yeah. So they, they made the decision to move basically the midseason game to the championship, obviously for, for the narrative and for the drama. But you're right. The the blowouts get covered, but it's in a montage. So they kind of get like yada yada a little bit. But the first couple games, it's a little shakier. They're they've come together at that point. They're they're sort of blended um as a team and trusting each other by the end of camp. But the first couple games, there's a lot of outside noise. There's a lot of taunting from the other teams and bullshit in the media. But they they get over the hump and then they just start rolling. There's a lot of that they go ahead, Chloe. I was gonna say I don't I don't mind that they didn't show the blowouts. Um that's fair. Like because because I think it's just like so then it's like I I I appreciated that they like um at least acknowledged that the team would blow out other teams within the montage that they showed. Sure. But like if they came in game one and were that good together as a unit after everything we just watched from training camp i would not believe that it, yeah that's true that's actually a yeah. good point it it wouldn't seem realistic yeah. even though it is what happened in reality it would just feel too like hokey or whatever to see it in yeah a, it that's a like, good point okay okay what yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay now? yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It yeah. takes some lineup shuffling and it's part of why I think it feels like we know the the whole team better of like, mm-hmm. you know, we already talked a little bit about PD loses his job as running back because of fumbling, but he catches on on Yost's defense. The team also gets a new quarterback because Rev gets hurt. Well, well hang, hang on one second there. Hang on one second. Are we there. not? Are we not yeah, no, no, no. Uh, we, can, we can go there because I, I have to ask this question right now before, mm-hmm. before we run out of time here. Why does Sunshine kiss Bertier? What is I, that? I know that's I, a weird. It's weird. a weird I, I agree. thing. I don't what, understand what is it. That? The more I yeah. watch it, I get it. I watched it today. Well, I mean, at least my interpretation of it is it like a power is play? Because well, he calls him a fruitcake in the previous scene. He says, "Oh, hey, look, Bertier, does. Bertier does." Yeah. Okay, so he's Sunshine like a fruitcake. Yeah, he's like, I got so that. He's trying part, to say, but the kiss is if so you weird. think it's that's so what I am, I'm gonna kiss. I'm going to just kiss you. And then because that's what I am to you, uh, you know, this, that's bad in your mind or whatever. I think right. So he kisses him. And then what does Bertier do? He tries to punch him. This is this is a bigger thing I thought about today. The only thing he can do in that moment 
that is to be stronger and tougher than him to to make up because he can, now his masculinity is completely destroyed because yeah. this man just kissed him. But it's such a good point of like exactly you just tried to beat me up because you thought I, and you didn't and now what now you now you look stupid mm. because you can't just beat people up that you you know i mean this is a whole okay. other thing but it's like that that's kind of what i got from it like it wasn't yeah. him being like oh i think you're cute anything like he was saying you think i'm a fruitcake i'm just going to keep using that word because that's what he says that's what he says yeah. yeah yeah and he's basically like, it's like he's just showing him like how confident he is with himself. Whether he, we don't know. They never get into that, obviously, with whatever yeah. is, you know, his his thing. Yeah. Intentionally, it's also a Disney movie at the early two thousands. Like they're not. Yeah, ready yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. But what which is honestly cool pretty, pretty, like, pretty risky of them to do as a Disney yeah, movie in the, in the early two thousands, which too. is why I was like, it, yeah. are they trying to like very, very minus, like in the smallest way possible, be like? gay men can play football like i felt yeah. like that was their way to be like turn, that part's open i think to interpretation but i think the <laughs> and kiss he had was to be from california of, of course of course yeah, right. of course the kid from california yeah, more, yeah, it is yeah. Gay. he didn't yeah. care you know yeah yeah um just interesting more characters i don't know more I, more things to think about at the time and he does tai chi he does all sorts of stuff he really unlocks the his dad he has mm-hmm. that great, his first moment where he checks Bertier is when he throws the ball mm-hmm. and just yeah. nails him in the back. Yes. He's a lefty, great arm. Mm. Matt loves a, a lefty. Team. Yeah. He does a lot for the team. Yeah. Well, and his dad too, honestly, another dad of the year award. I mean, his dad yeah. only brought him to a school that was integrated because mm-hmm. he basically was like, if they can fight in a war together, I don't see why they can't play football together. And I was like, you go, Sergeant. You go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would fight for that man. Um, I also, Sunshine's first play, like you were saying, Matt, sorry to cut you off earlier, but uh, Rev, the the starting quarterback, gets injured. Sunshine goes in. And on his first play, right, he does the like mm. juke. So he he tells the lineman to to let through. let the guy through. Oh, he does the moment. juke like bend down thing so that the whatever the defensive linebacker. lineman or whatever he is linebacker just goes barreling over him, uh, hurts himself, and, and it's bad. like. And then what does the what does the coach say? Like, oh, we yeah. got a football player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, brings that that, that, that moment I love. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. that play where Rev gets hurt, if my memory is right, that's a huge play too. Because mm-hmm. isn't that the one where Ray lets yeah. has like the yes. hits the breaking point? He lets through he, the defender audible. that hits Rev and hurts Rev. Or yes, you're right. There were there was an audible call. But there was supposed Ray to be an audible, and he did. He pretended he didn't hear it. Yeah. Pretends yeah. not to hear it, and that's what he says after the play. He's like, "Oh, I didn't hear. I it's not my fault that I didn't block. I just didn't realize." And after that game is when Bertier finally confronts Ray. Mm-hmm. And that's it's a, a great, moment. that's a great Ray, scene. That's a Ray, great take scene. Take us through mm-hmm. that moment. What happens there? He literally was like, yeah. Ray, you're off the he burns, team. Like he, he just gets straight to the chase. The, uh, he burns him earlier with the defensive table line, which is a great yeah, line sorry. in training camp. It, that's a good moment for Ray Bertier. Sorry, Ray, this, this is defensive table. Like, oh yeah, my, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, hey, Ray, we're doing a whole. We're kind of doing defense, offense. Like, didn't mean to brush you off back there. He's like, sorry, Ray's defense too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Ray. he gets fucked. Ray, Ray was just like, fuck everybody. He was like, <laughs> and I'm he's not he's blunt with Ray at and the, the end too. 
Well, he the talks zoom to... in. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The zoom in of his face oh. in the locker room, too. Like, it's so, it's it may, it may be like the eeriest moment, but like, I appreciate that that's how they got the point across. That, like, it was like the zoom in that they were like, Ray is a racist. Like, that's <laughs> what they were trying to like show with that zoom in because everybody was bonding and dancing to the temptations yeah. in the locker room. Oh, yes. Like, having fun. Yes. And Ray's this just is... like pouting on the bench and they just yeah. zoom in on his like disgruntled face for like seven seconds, way too long. Long, but they basically were like, did you get it? Ray is racist. <laughs> and this is maybe one of the one of the racial things in the movie that that doesn't age quite as well or play quite as truthfully. It, it definitely is the kind of movie where it's like, okay, everyone's cured of racism because of yeah. the temptations, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. except for Ray, who's just irredeemable <laughs> and a piece of shit. And they they fucking cancel him. Yeah. And they yeah. Just him That's off the team. And that that's honestly how a, a solid cancellation should happen. Yeah, Ray, you're yeah. off the team. It is team. a good like, cancellation. He you're off the team. Bertier, he goes to Denzel and Boone has said, I don't cut players. Right. Like if you show right. up and work, I don't cut players. Bertier goes to Boone about cutting him, and Boone mm. says, You want to cut him, it's your decision. And Man, then the Bertier's the one to have the conversation. And he doesn't skirt around it. He's very straightforward. It's a great scene for him. A part of me yeah. wonders if like Ray cast a spell on Gary and that's why he got into that car accident. Well, <laughs> it happened like shortly after. Do you know does. what I mean? I like it happens wonder... that night, I guess, right? No, no, it's later. Well, it's after, no, no, it's no, after no. the, oh, the oh, first yeah, yeah, like, semi-final semifinal right. game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they go through yeah. the whole like, season, damn. undefeated montage. They're crushing, they're rolling. Mm-hmm. And then the next big game is the the semifinal, the state semifinals game. Yeah. And that's when the refs are uh like they're in cahoots to uh, the fix is really in in this the one. Fix, fix was fix in is on the this most really in, in that this we one. have maybe ever seen the fix being in. Yes, outside of a late. I got a holding on seventy eight. <laughs> <laughs> <I got a, laughs> yeah, the refs are just calling holding on every play. A lot. I mean, Hayden Panettiere's going wild with the come on refs. I want to ah, go to a game on, with her because she's yeah. killing it. Ah. And uh, and Yost finds out Yost found out before the game at like the high school football Hall of Fame pre event, I guess the nominating (laughs) event or something. I don't I don't know what that was, but I was the the nominees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And he finds out that he is uh, that the the fix is in and that if, uh, you know, they lose this game. The, and they are going to lose this game so that Boone gets fired and they put Yost back in as the coach. And Yost during the game goes up to the refs and is like, I know what's going on here. It's not cool. You know, uh, call this it, game fair. Yeah. Call this I'm game fair. Papers. And I don't even care if I, I, I'll, I go down with you. If I, I don't, don't care, care if I go to four. Well, and the reason, the reason he also did that again, daddy of C year he listened to his daughter. He knew that the yes. fix was in when he saw yes. how his daughter was reacting. Like he had it. It was one of the things he was like, I have a hunch that this is uh, some shady shit. But he's like, let me look at my daughter. Ah, uh, she's losing her shit. Damn, the fix is in. And then he just like went into the middle of the. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like shout out to Cheryl Yost for knowing her fucking football. Well, she also is the one who says at the, in the 
again, cutting a little bit ahead here in the state championship, she's like, you need to like put your ego aside and like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. listen, listen to, to coach on this one. I think he knows what he's, what he's talking about. And, and Yost does that and gives him the keys to the defense. And then they kind of like, then after that, it, it kind of feels like they're like, uh, you know, uh, I can't think of a partnership like this, that, that, uh, works exactly like this in coaching now, but like, you know, like they're kind of like co-head coaches almost like obviously Denzel mm-hmm. is the head coach, but Yost is now kind of given some pointers on offense, like a little bit. And mm-hmm. Denzel's like cool he with goes, that. And yeah, he goes well, from I'm, like assistant head coach to associate head coach. There you go. There yeah. you go. The transition <laughs> there you go. to well, the regional manager. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the semi game or not. I think, I think it was, um, but it was when Cheryl Yost was sitting with, they didn't say her name a lot, but it was Denzel. Nikki. Is that her Nikki, name? Yeah. Yes. So Cheryl. Really Nikki, cute. And like Cheryl is like going off, like rattling off all these stats and be like, Gary Brutier, all the blah, 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 blah. Rattling off all these stats. And then when Nikki turns to her and says, Cheryl, I do not care. It's so good. I I feel that on so many levels because I'm like I am Cheryl, and most <laughs> of my Cheryl. friends are Nikki. Being like and- <laughs> Chloe, I don't care. Yeah, that's the close zone. That's the reaction to the close zone in real life. <laughs> It honestly really is. I'm like, when people would be like, oh, you like sports. And I was like, do you really want to ask me this question? Because I don't know if you're going to want to <laughs> hang out with me by the end. Um, I really, I loved, I, lo- I loved that that scene. I just it's great. To say and the, the little girl who plays Nikki too is so mm-hmm. cute. And Pretty her good. delivery mm-hmm. is always so deadpan. Yeah. And she likes, she likes dolls and she likes. When she, when she dodges know. the basketball, when Cheryl passes yeah. it to her and she just great. side swipes and then she goes, I just got my nails. It's so good. It's so cute. It's so cute. Um, Okay. But then uh, this is, this is, uh, we're getting to a big bummer here because after the state championship. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. There is the one, the one moment we did talk about it before a little bit, but this is also when Yost gives his speech. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He gives the remember the Titans speech. It's like his independence day moment, basically to pump up the defense. He's like, let's all night. He's saying they're not going to gain another yard. And the, it's Mm -hmm. the whole thing is a little silly Mm -hmm. because he, he literally says this, if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm taking every last one of y'all out. And yeah. it yep. basically it looks like they just sack them on every single play for the <laughs> yeah. rest of the game, which is maybe a little unrealistic, but with the music and the performance, it's a great moment. And that's it's Disney, fun. right? Well, it, this is not our most yeah. realistic football sports movie, but it it's entertaining. Yeah. It's entertaining. And like that speech in particular, like the music, the underscoring uh, is fucking amazing. Yes. And music when is incredible. he keeps going, because it's like, the, again, another little zoom in, like Disney's literally like, this is important focus. Because <laughs> it's, so it's like, it's just, it's, yeah. it is, it's just his face. But when he says, remember, he played the Titans, I'm like, oh my God, are it's you so okay? Good. Like, I remember, like, he, the way he emphasizes every single, like, consonant and vowel in that is 
stupid. I want to know if like he did that take and he was like, that's bad. But the it's too big. Like, and the director's it. like, no, you no. nailed it. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. You fucking crushed it. He okay. probably watches I it every time. Felt- yeah. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I love that after that, right after that. And then they show like this quick montage of slow-mo, just really unrealistic They're tackles, of just, like clotheslines yeah. and crazy tackles. And then, well, one thing I love is Bertier like destroys the quarterback in one play, gets up and goes over to the uh, to the racist coach and points right in his That's, face. Yes, doesn't say anything. That just, you think another about hyper dramatic yes. moment. Yeah, but it's beautiful. And then 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 it's then it catches up, and they're like, okay, we're gonna they're not gonna score. And Yost yells to uh, her, uh, Denzel, run it up, Herman. Leave no doubt. Like just letting him no know. Doubt. I knew that they were going to, they're trying to throw the game and I'm not going to let them get another yard. And I'm letting you know, that was like the moment of like him fully coming over and this is for you. And like, Mm -hmm. you finish this shit. Let's kill Mm -hmm. these mother effers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, also, I'm not going to lie. Like that, that line may be the most cringeworthy line that Yost says in that entire film when he was like, leave no doubt. Like the way that he was like, leave no doubt. And I was like, this you the delivery of it, movie. yeah. The, deli- like, uh... the the delivery of it, like it was just. But it, I don't even think it's his actor's fault. Like it was the line that he was given to mm. me is just weird. Run it up, Herman. Leave no doubt, and then that's it. There's nothing else. That's it. <laughs> that's all nothing you need else. to hear. Okay, that's all you And Herman was just like, "All right, got I got you. I got the yeah, message." <laughs> um, I have to go, but I'm gonna give my hoopers and poopers. Yes, please um, do. Yes. Okay. So like. If I just have to pick one, I mean Hooper. I mean it's it's Zaddy, it's Denzel, it's, it's Herman Boone. Have we spent a much uh, enough mean, time on how hot he is in this movie and oh, how so how good he is in this movie? So I feel good. like have we undersold that or have we properly sold that? He's so good I, and we so can't hot. Keep talking about it. He's yeah. forty six when this movie comes uh, out. Oh, and he looks so great, so good, and the acting is beautiful, and it's just like it's. It's like one of my favorite Denzel um, like movies, which like kind of sucks just given like the safe white saviorism and shit in it. But like, I'm literally, I'm like, this is, it's, it's, it's great. one of my favorite roles of his. I yeah. love him. Um, Zaddy Daddy, Denzel Washington is my Hooper. Hooper? Mm. I actually have two Poopers and it's Ray. Of course. It's of always going to be Ray. Yes. It's um, going to be Ray. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. And um, Emma, even though Emma, Emma is sucks. not a real person. She's not. Bosworth. She's yeah. not real. Uh, she so Emma sucks. played by Kate Bosworth, but she sucks. Her stupid little hand moment in Julius. Yeah. And then just handshake and the cha- state championship game. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Like, I get it. But I was like, wait, wait, you could have done it before. Well, that's, that's another time that racism died you know like that's another time where you know that racism is over now i think that i think that's also the the big overarching pooper um is how uh disney sold this movie as um solving racism right yeah yeah (laughs) i mean it yeah it's it's like it has it's it's what is beautiful about it is the fact that like i feel like it does capture the spirit of how sports can bring people together absolutely, and how you can overcome and like learn differences. That's the because, best part of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Because that is like it, which like some people I know, like people who like don't play sports will like kind of like poo poo on that, but it's literally like 
You actually cannot succeed if you do not play as a team, which means that on some level you have to respect Mm -hmm. and love playing with the people that you are playing with in order to get that job done. Like Mm -hmm. there's like that, that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. So it, um, I feel like it does really capture the, the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of like what it is to like be on a team um and like have these differences so like i i I do appreciate that aspect but the whole like solving racism and yeah no you're just like okay in the 70s Uh, sure yeah sure in 1971 (laughs) yeah um chloe before you go i do need to ask you how many footballs would you give this movie out of five footballs Five, five baby. footballs. It's our five first five star, wow. five football, five sports mm-hmm. ball movie. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love I know. it. I know that I even though I, I just went on that rant about solving racism, no. it still is. You can see the flaws in it and still yes. love it and still think mm-hmm. it's a, a great movie. I, lo- I love it. Hundo P. Hundo I love P. that. Well, thank you for joining us, Chloe. Um, thank you. We love you. And um, love you. Left side. Yeah. Left side, strong, strong side. Strong side. Strong yeah. side. Yeah. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Also, too. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I forgot to mention my favorite moment in the movie is when Gary Bertier, I know we haven't gotten to this moment yet, but I have to go. Gary Bertier, he's lying moment. in his bed. He is he is now paralyzed. His mm-hmm. Julius is coming in to see him for the first time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the nurse, Alice, turns mm-hmm. around and says, Sorry. Only Ken is allowed in here. Only Ken. And then Gary turns to Alice and says, Alice, are you crazy? Can't you see the family resemblance? He's my brother. Mm -hmm. And then puts his fist up in the air. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, and then Alice, Alice, Mm -hmm. iconic. She just smiles and goes, and then just leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. She's like, I I see the family resemblance. She's like, actually, I see what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, And then she left. Yeah, <laughs> I just need to shout that out because that is it's great. Don't you see the family resemblance? He's my brother. And you're like race. That's when you're like racism has been. Solved. Well, and that's when, you know, not 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 to. I know we were just saying this as the, your sign off, but, you know, they say left side, strong side at training camp because they're like mm-hmm. getting each other off. Like left side, strong that's side. The other and best then moment. it's a callback to. They, you know, then they, they like hold hands and they're like left side, strong yeah. side. And that's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Their relationship, their relationship is beautiful. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. So many great things on this movie. I love y'all. I gotta go. Bye. Love bye. you. Bye, Chloe. Bye. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, too. Fun fact. Oh, sorry. Unless Matt, were you? Well, you I, mine is kind of taking fact? us into the next, it's the next moment of the movie, but go ahead with what you got. Well, I was going to, on the hospital scene. Well, the so to just, just in case we have people okay. who haven't listened, oh, oh, what happens yeah, sorry. Yeah, after yeah. the semifinal yeah. game that where the racist coach is defeated and they don't let him gain another yard, Gary's out celebrating, he's in a car accident. He gets like totally blindsided and that's how he ends up in the hospital for this moment. Which was, uh, and then what's the fact check here? He he didn't. The fact did check get is in a car accident, but it was not until after. It was after the state championship the season, and yeah. and it was. It's not like it's. I mean, this doesn't matter to me at all because, whatever. They just had to find a way to make the accident happen. Apparently, in real life, it was like a mechanical failure. Like he lost control of the car, 
and mm. the car just stopped like steering or something like that and he got into an accident and that's what happened and the movie just gets like broadside like this car just runs a a red light i think or a stop sign or something like that mm-hmm. and just smashes into the side of the car so you know i i don't i don't quibble with the historical accuracy there um well, but, but that's that, that is that, what happens that guy sadly uh and the movie's as this at the end during the credits and this part is true he was killed by a drunk driver like 10 so, years later yeah, yeah so really? this guy had the worst fucking luck with cars like jesus Literally. christ poor yeah, guy it does lead to this chrysler this jesus christ moment, <laughs> moment in the hospital which i gotta say yeah. since chloe okay. already gave hers my hoopers for this movie and there's so nurse many alice. good ones nurse alice yeah and and maybe this can kind of take us through the the last um, 15, 20 minutes of the movie. But mine are Julius and oh, Gary. Obviously. Yeah. Friendship is so touching. And, uh, you know, we just referenced the left side, strong side thing. My favorite scene from training, training camp, we didn't really touch on it earlier, is it's after... Uh, I think after Gettysburg, it's like kind of the culmination of the team coming together. And it's this big pump up circle where oh. um, Julius and Gary are pumping up. I can't remember if it's just the defense or the whole team, the team. but they I have think it's the whole practice. Yeah. yeah. They have this back and forth where everyone's jumping down. What kind of power you got? I got soul, soul power. power. How strong yeah. are you? I'm too strong. Yeah. And it's, it's just, a, it's another moment of the music swelling and it, it really gets you and there's callbacks to it in the hospital scene, which it, it starts with, with what Chloe told us about nurse Alice. Also when, when Julius first arrives at the hospital, I thought it was funny how like Gary's mom is like pretty composed. Like Julius. No, is kind of the she, no she's not. No, not she's not. Composed. And I, mean, I love that scene because she, because so? she's been outwardly racist to Julius for the majority of the movie then we see julius come over and it's a it, there's no dialogue she he you just see through the window that julius just gives her a big hug and so you get the sense oh, that really, like yeah. maybe they're like warming up to each other oh, or whatever yeah. but we've never seen them interact with each other and then when when he gets there she's like he's the only one like you're the only one he wants to see right now like i thought i find that moment so touching you didn't you didn't feel oh, that man she was composed yeah. though you didn't, it's it's I don't. I don't mean. I to see. Say, I see. You mean like she's not hysterical. Yeah. I see. Yes, I don't, yes, I don't yes. mean to say that, yeah. that I see, it's not I a see. sweet moment. Just that, and and I mean, thank God I've never been in that position. But you know, her son just knowing that he's paralyzed and how bad it is. Like, I, I, I guess I thought compared she, to Julius, yeah, who in the scene is more so about him. You know, she's a yes. supporting character, but. Anyways, it's you're a right. Small, you're right. I think in my mind, it was like she had already been there and I had already kind of processed it. That's and true. Julius right. is processing it all in the like he doesn't and even we are know too, is the how audience. bad it is. He's yeah. Our, yeah. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. I see what you I see what you're saying. I took the fun out of your joke. Anyway, sorry. Keep going, Matt. Oh, you're all right. It's Greg, what happens in the room in the hospital well, room? Because that's really where it yeah, all I mean, we kind of got we kind of got through it we kind of got through it um you know you go in they talk well what i was going to share about it and i think i might have fucking lost it so the there was a uh, article in gq of, like two years ago mm. where there was the what was with um 
Gary and Julius actors. I can't think of Gary's name. Ron, whatever we said earlier. But uh, Wood Harris and Ron? Ron. Ron. Ryan Hurst. Ryan Hurst. So they ask about it. What this is, how did you approach the scene, the hospital room? And I'm just, if it's okay, just take 30 Please. seconds. Please, yeah. Uh, Gary, actor, Ryan. <laughs> the scene was much longer. It felt like we went off. Da, da, da. We found the heart of the scene, though, when we started talking like an old married couple. Going huh. on to live in the same neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Together. yeah. That was the part that resonated the most. Wood and I rewrote part of the scene wow. to honor that. And then hopefully, wow. you know, at that point, we earned it. But then Wood uh, says, I had, you know, to come in truly vulnerable. And I know that the scene had a lot of fat on it. Me uttering what sounds like, a impro- like I'm providing Superman. In the scene was oh the wow response, and that's when I just let the floodgates down. And Ryan says, "Gary, Woods' performance when he walks through the door is the whole movie for me. It's the entire movie. Watching his stoic character, as hard as nails from the get go. Watch his performance is so nuanced, brilliant, eloquent. After those first couple lines, and you see the innocence and the gentleness. It's it's master calligraphy, brushstrokes. Mm. It's mm. so beautiful." So that's the scene. I mean, that's and that's the movie, yeah. really. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, just I love, love that. that. And like when I say my Hooper is the two of them, it's when I when I say it's the two of them, that's my Hooper. It's really their relationship and really, really sure. Julius because he Bertier is, is good through the movie. But yeah. as an actor, Wood Harris is is just kind of on another level. And you see it later in his career. He's famously he's Avon Barksdale on the wire and he's been in tons of movies, the Creed movies. And he just is, he's awesome in this movie. It's great. He's super good. Um, they, uh, then it's the state championship and they, as I said earlier, it's against Marshall, uh, and it's a really competitive game. They're down seven zero at the half. Hayden Panettiere goes up to her dad and she's like, you need to get rid of your ego or whatever she says. And then he hands the coach. It's like, you should take over my defense. I don't know what I'm getting. You know, it's nice, hum- humble. And Henry's kicking my ass out there. That's what it is. Yeah. And uh, Denzel makes some adjustments. And uh, does he put Gosling back in? Is that what he does? What's his adjustment? No. no his personnel adjustment. S- sits himself down. That's right. Because he and, says and he he's better than me. Yeah. yeah. Like. I can't keep up with him. Uh, 23 keeps beating me. He should be back in there. He's the better player. Um, Gosling's character apparently didn't exist in real life, but I don't really care because I think it's, I think he serves a great function in the movie. Like he's, (laughs) he's fun. He's, uh, he's, he's like outwardly racist at the beginning. By the end of it, he's like giving up his spot on the team so that somebody else can go in. Dancing. Um, Yeah. He's dancing. He's super goofy in the movie. Um, and they won. They they win on the last play of the game on this sweep on this on this play that uh, Sunshine's like uh, said uh, he 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 feels awkward about the whole time. They put Rev back in. Rev runs it back, yeah. uh, and it's great. It's super emotionally satisfying. And apparently, that's how it happened in real life. I don't know if the personnel things were the the same, um, but that's how the game played out in real life. And. Uh, and that's pretty much the end of that timeline, right? We because then we go 
we cut to the future after that, right? We cut. We, we get cut, the we get the kind of last scene, the full circle moment at the graveyard, which there's is that, there's that last beautiful exchange between Boone and Yost, um, kind of in like the post game celebration where they shake hands and um, Denzel yeah. says, "You're you're Hall of Famer in my book, Coach." Yeah, yeah, Hall of Famer in my yeah. book. Yeah. Um. And uh, then they get to the funeral. We find out it's uh, Gary's funeral. It's Bertier's funeral uh, because he's been hit by another car, a drunk driver, um, which sucks. Um, And uh, then they sing a tearful rendition of na, 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 hey, 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 goodbye. and that's basically the end of the movie. I find that scene a little unintentionally funny. Um, <laughs> because of the mustaches unfor- and the different- The mustaches and the na, 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 na. Like, it kind of feels like a beer commercial or something. Like, there's something about it that feels- <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. A little yeah. funny, but I, it's still, like, emotionally impactful. Um seeing them like growing up a little it, bit and stuff. So it could be yeah. like a commercial or like a comedy sketch. Or yeah. I, I do see it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it still it's works. It still works. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It might've worked better like around a campfire or something or like maybe at yeah. the high school field, like they just got back together in the field just one last time. And That actually would have done, you know what it is? You know why it's funny? It's because they're in their suits and ties at the cemetery. At the graveyard. Yeah, that's why it feels (laughs) kind of silly to me. If they were like sitting in the bleachers or whatever and started doing Mm -hmm. that, then like. Well, he hums it at first, right? Not Nana. He doesn't say Nana. He just says. "Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also the song didn't. But then, I mean, it was in that one scene. Like, we don't know that they sang it all the time. No, they sang it on the bus when they won. Yeah, it plays over a montage. Okay. But that's, that's, but that is the other thing is that I feel like if they had built it into more of the movie, maybe we needed it like one more time or something like that. Just to be like, oh, this is their song. You know, I mean, they did it. They did it. They had a lot of songs. They came back. They have a lot of songs. And, and speaking of songs, one of the best parts about this movie is the chanting and the we are the titans my mighty titans oh, that yeah. whole like entrance part like routine that they do is so mm. great it's so 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 good um i was heartbroken to learn that that's not based in historical fact but i don't really care because it's so good is, in the movie that song that that's like a high school cheer the we are the we the mighty mighty you could say anything wolf pack whatever patriots yeah damn that I mean that, uh, and I know we got to wrap in a second but that I forgot I don't about the scene in the gym where he's where they they lose they they win the game but then oh, but the they players call a players meeting yes players only yes meeting. yes we came together in camp cool. But now we right back here and the world tells us that they don't want us to be together. We fall apart like it ain't nothing, man. Like we like we ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's just beautiful. And then they really but that's is. like that's really where they that's when they come up with the song and stuff. Is they're like, mm-hmm. you know, we gotta do that's this. That's kind of like other. the no last, gonna do last like us. hump they get over in terms of coming together. Yeah. And get over and those like early season feeling. shakes. Well, but now that you know. Uh, we've reached the end of the movie here. I, I have one last yeah. question that we have to get over before we get to the end of this episode, which is Greg Toomey, 
Do you have hoopers and poopers for this movie? And how would you rate this movie out of five footballs? Yeah, this, uh, who I think I, I want to give a hooper to Petey because Petey, Petey's I great, love Petey. But also, I feel like Tony Mena would have played him. Oh yes, I just I that's a great so much yes. Tony energy, young I get Tony, the same like same thing, smiling and and um just just similar technique like with his acting, and I was like, man, Tony is a is a great Petey. Um, so I'll shout, I'll give a, yeah, Hooper to PD Pooper, um, the, you know, the refs for just trying to fucking throw a mm. high school football game. Uh, like, what are you, yes. some real Hoosiers? shitty behavior. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's how, that's how much of a loser you are that the evilest thing you can do is throw a high school right? football like, game. It's, come you know, on. You're making a big difference. You're making a really big fucking difference. I'm going to stand up for racism um but then uh it's a fiver it's a five of five footballs for sheezy there'd be five football helmet stickers on my helmet if it were <laughs> you know like that i think i did want to say one more thing about the like solving racism thing like i think like looking at the movie now with 20 years and history that we have yeah. i could i mean it's easy to say like, oh you know disney made the movie that we solve racism but i don't this time, especially, I think it's about the people in the movie. Yeah, I think it, it's easy to yeah, say like true. this is how it just fixed it everywhere. But that's it's obviously true. they they changed the history anyways, right? So there was other integrated schools in real life and stuff. So that's the just, biggest bummer you know, for me yeah. in terms of historical inaccuracies. Sorry, but keep I also going. Greg. Think, no, you're good. Maybe because of the narration at the beginning and maybe worse. This is a bit of a stretch, but we're kind of seeing the history through Cheryl's eyes as a kid. Yeah. And mm -hmm. to her, yeah. everything would have felt that heightened. And this sure. was the only team that mattered. And I didn't really even notice, you know, so that kind of worked. But I think I think it's more so. And yeah, you can't watch it and be like, oh, OK, so football save. But it can bring a community together. That's it can true. Bring a group of young men together. And that's, you know. I think that's, that's a fair I think, point. More important. I think it's easy to say, like, oh, yeah, because it doesn't really say, like, and then after that, every school integrated no. and, you know, everything was great. And the NFL now has black quarterbacks in the Super right. Bowl. Like, it doesn't try <laughs> to do that. It's just like, this are these teams. This is about this community. You know, they came together and, you know, it still had a, it had a lasting impact for them, you know, and we can now kind of see that and be like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I watch it now and I'm like, yeah, I know the world is rough, but there's, you know, how I, I can think of moments in my life that I felt a brotherhood or, you know, absolutely. Um, something that really moving like that, or you just, someone, your friend gets hurt or something and you, you know, you, you try to do everything to be there for him or whatever. So absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Those are the things I take from it. And the music, the score is the same guy who's so good. Armageddon, I think. If you're feeling like the Armageddon score is similar, like you're, it's a similar score that this, the same guy who did that. He did a lot of Disney stuff well, around that time. He did Glory Road and other things. But. And uh, Obama used it as his victory music in the 2008 the, when he won in score? 2008. Yeah, the that like oh, sweet. That's, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it yeah. is very stirring. The what are they? Whatever yeah. they call that, oh, the yeah. Titans March. Yeah. Oh, or whatever and last they call thing, it. last thing I'll say is 
I played football in high school for Einstein Titans. So, you know, we were singing the songs in the locker room. We were doing left side, strong side. We were, you know, whatever, just ripping it, everything from it. So, you know, it had an extra bit of like nostalgia for me and stuff. It's a perfect fall movie too. It's a great fall movie. movie. The, that's a, your mama joke. Uh, scene is, is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, okay, Matthew, Matthew uh, Hooper's Poopers and your rating out of five footballs. So, so as I said, my Hooper would be Julius. I think there's so, tons of good options. Denzel is kind of the obvious MVP. The Daddies, good movie for the Daddies. Denzel, great movie and, for Daddies. And Yost are. We've had some bad dad movies for sure. Pretty much all of them so far, but. Good movie uh, for the dads. Good movie for Hayden Panettiere. She's a great. She's great. Like, steals the scenes, but it's it's Julius for me. I would go Hooper. Um, I mean Ray is kind of easy. The refs, I think, is a great pick, Greg. I'll, I'd probably go with them. This is kind of a silly, good-natured one, but I kind of want to give it to Gosling too. Mm. He's just such a goof, and he's such a. Kind of like you were saying earlier, Greg, you know, he shows up at practice in jeans. He's just kind of a jabroni the whole movie, but he has a great attitude about it yeah. after the first 20 minutes. And and Greg, I think your point is is really a, a good one, because I was thinking about that when we were talking earlier, too, that you do have to to look at stuff within the context, one, of when it was made, um, you know, to some extent. That's not an excuse for everything, but. I do think it's an important thing to think about. And she does say in the voiceover at the end, like we're still facing a lot of these same fights, but this, this did matter to us. And you see those people holding hands at the funeral and coming back together after being apart for years. And, and you're right. Like, even though it maybe is oversimplified at points or like idealized a little bit, like the idea of being quote unquote cured of racism, but it is right. still an example of meaningful progress and how much that's that stuff can really make a difference for people on a more individual community level. Um, yeah. And rating it's a five. Like, yeah. I, and Frank, I know it was your first time. You don't have the, the uh, same necessarily nostalgia, nostalgia for yeah. it. So no pressure. I know we've all gone five. I asked Kira who I watched this with shout out to her what her rating was before we started recording and she said five which surprised me like it's it's not a flawless movie but in the context of best sports movie this is about as good as it gets for me i love this movie i love that um so it comes down to me you know what am i going to rate this movie out of five footballs and I will tell you right now exactly how I would summarize my thoughts on this movie, which is I feel like this is the platonic ideal of a sports movie. And to rate it anything less than five footballs is incorrect. It is a five football movie. It is, there are things that are, that don't work or whatever, like the na, 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 hey, 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 goodbye at the sure. funeral. Good idea at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's things that are like, 
whatever. We've talked about all the things in this movie, but it is such a good sports movie. It is a perfect sports movie. It gives you everything you want from a sports movie. It's a five out of five. My Hooper, uh, I guess I'll go with, uh, why don't I go with Sunshine? I like Sunshine. Uh, he And yeah. he played at USC. Uh, he was the starting quarterback at USC. Um, so good for him. And for my pooper, I'm going to go with racism and cars. Uh, I feel like this is a real mm, tough uh, movie for cars. Movie for tough cars. movie for cars. Um, and I uh, Disney made cars after that because they were like, we got to make. Yeah, we got to We got to fix we gotta, this. We, we got to do some PR. Cars. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, oh, um, wait, no. The other the other guy I wanted to hooper. I know I'm hoopering two um, white guys <laughs> here, but uh, I love. Ethan Supley as Louis Latzik. Yeah. Plastic. We didn't talk about Louis. He's, that's a good he's a great character because he's like, he's like, I'm fucking dumb, coach. And like that's kind of his arc, but then he gets good grades. And that he's like, he's just that guy. I feel like you know, like we all know guys like this in our lives that are just like, he's just not hateful, like ever. He just never is the like white racist guy. Like he's the first one to sit down with all of the his black teammates and he never he's like makes it to talk about the music and he's never, he's not like a, um, doing like a white night, you know, white savior thing. He's just like, yeah, I just wanted to sit down with my teammates, you know, like he's like, he's uh, sort of oblivious to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, I think, I think he gives a great performance. So he and, and to shout out one more blue, those are Blue's two great. Of the sort yeah. of teammates who we didn't really talk too much about and just two like awesome chemistry guys like big part of the team coming together oh, yeah. blue is is huge during that players meeting he's the one given the speech that you referenced greg so yeah just great ensemble yeah um i gotta give this one made a more... good show it would have a great made a great show yeah because there's just so many give it five years greg it'll be on there i can't wait john david washington is gonna get in there oh we'll pitch it we'll pitch it when the strike is over i got one more shout out and it's not to someone in the movie it's to our we talked about our sixth co-host our fifth co-host mary Catherine curran who couldn't be here tonight her birthday is this week it uh, is most likely on the day that this pod is coming out august 2nd so uh we like to say here at the hoops crew that we stand a legend mcat we stand you happy that's birthday right. that's right um yeah. and you better think that this is a five football movie <laughs> yeah i think she does i think she does i think, I think she, she does, does. Well, I think that's the perfect place to leave it this week. Uh, this is and you are the Hoops Crew. Please like, subscribe, rate, review, do all the things. Uh, follow us. Follow us on social media at Hoops Crew Pod. And Greg, what movie are we watching next week? I think it may or may not involve basketball. I think it, it may. may or may not involve a puppy. I think it may. And it may or may not involve a middle school basketball rule book that makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't have a clear definition of a particular rule. And that's okay. what the movie okay. is about. Yeah. Um, we're watching Air Bud, everybody, uh, with special guest Mitch Lerner. So get hyped for that. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and as I always say, 
Seacrest out. Bye. Bye.